Success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way. And in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle and rarely do they talk about it because quite frankly, that's not what creates success. Join us here where we will chat with fierce female entrepreneurs and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship and talk about the obstacles we have faced and how you can overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cami Lehman, and this is the She's Invincible Podcast. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today on the She's Invincible Podcast. And OMG, do I have an invincible one to introduce you today. Oh my gosh, I've been like anticipating this with so much excitement ever since I was in Aruba in February. Oh, we are about to get lit. We have the amazing Tracy Litt with us today. She is a sought-after success mentor for visionary women leaders that are navigating huge paradigm shifts and elevating into the next level of themselves so they can seamlessly generate the next level of their impact, wealth, and holistic success. Tracy is a science and spirituality teacher, rapid transformational hypnotherapist, and best-selling author and TEDx speaker. She's the founder of The Lit Factor and creator of Mind Magic, a proven methodology that marries metacognition and spirituality, neuroscience, and quantum law to expand and elevate more quickly. Her work has served thousands of women across the globe and has been featured in Forbes, Entrepreneur, Fast Company, Thrive Global, Success, 125, and Inc.com. Her book, OMG, you guys, her book, Worthy Human is a number one bestseller in spiritual growth and mindset. Welcome, Tracy Litt. I am so excited to have you here today with us on the She's Invincible podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was awesome. And your energy is like, yes, let's do this. Yes. I Listen, I've been getting lit all day for this. I'm like, is it three o'clock yet? <laughs> oh my gosh. So let's do this. Let's jump in. Let's tell our listeners how in the world did you get where you are today and what makes you invincible? So how I got to where I am today is really every bit of what I teach all the women that I work with, right? It's to understand how to work through your worth work, which I very much did. I fought not feeling smart enough my whole life, identified it, and then did the work around it. Um, you know, shifting my relationship with fear, which I had to drastically do when I had this calling to help transform people on a deeper level. And on Monday, I was like, I'm doing it. And on Tuesday, I was like, no, I'm not. And I gas braked myself for two years um, until I really took the leap. Um, and then from there, started diving into being a fear and risk expert and understanding the biology and working with the body and the mind and how to bridge together all of these beautiful um ways of transforming into one. And I am the first 
transformation of the thousands that have come. So I do all the work that I do with my clients. I do all myself. Uh, and, you know, it was through a lot of um, internal discovery and a lot of taking radical personal responsibility and trusting how supported I am to leap into what I've created. So that's literally like how I've gotten here. Yes. That's amazing. I love what you're saying here. You know, and I read the book. So like, I know some of the stories. Wow. Right. I just, all I can say is, wow. Amazing. That's crazy. So tell us what makes yeah. you invincible. Oof. Um, the fact that I know how to access the depth and the breadth of my inner power. And you can too. That's the fun part about this work is that nobody's actually special or unique. It's, it's recognizing that you have this depth and breadth of inner power that's currently in you. And my job is to teach you how to use it. And when you do that, you're invincible, you're untouchable, you're unstoppable. I couldn't agree more. And before we go on, it wasn't in your bio and you didn't mention it. So you have to tell our listeners about how cool you are to be a singer in a rock and roll band. Thank you. I was, I was the lead singer in a rock and roll cover band called Trixie and the Nortons after the honeymooners. Um, and it was, it was an amazing experience. And we covered everything from Fleetwood Mac, Sarah McLaughlin, the Beatles, Led Zeppelin, all of it. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Do you, do you still perform or is that? I do perform. Like I do a mean karaoke night, but that's about it. <laughs> OMG. I would love to do a karaoke night with you. That would be so come fun. To Powerhouse. So at my annual event, I host an event once a year. It's called Powerhouse and it's for visionary women leaders and entrepreneurs. And on the second night, we do a killer pajama cocktail karaoke party. Oh, I would need the cocktails, but I'm in. <laughs> That's amazing. Amazing. Well, today I'm excited to talk to you about all the things. And, you know, we kind of left it open. I, I would love to talk more about this fear and risk expert that you speak of uh, to speak to the people listening today. Uh, there, I don't know. I've not met anyone who hasn't, you know, struggled with that. Uh, so I would love to talk about that. But anything you want to share today, I'm leaving this. It's open mic. <laughs> How's that for the singer? Open Bye. mic. Let's go. Give them everything you have. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, yeah, fear. Uh, my TEDx is on fear. Dear fear, it's not you, it's me. Because fear is really the underpinning of every block that any of us have. So when we understand what fear is and how to work with it biologically, how to bring our body into it, then you recognize that it's not something to hate or be frustrated with or avoid. Rather, your fear is the indication of your growth. Your fear is the indication of your expansion. It's, it's understanding that what it is you desire exists on the other side of where you feel fear. Yeah. Love it. So what do you do with that? Let's, well, let's go a little deeper. You watch the TEDx, but yes, because I literally thing. walk you through it. Um, but ultimately, the first thing you do is you move away from, we were very much raised to like push through, overcome and resist fear. And that is counterproductive. It actually makes the fear more powerful. And what I want to invite you to do is love the fear, like actively recognize it. Oh, isn't that interesting that I'm feeling so afraid? Let me love it. Let me bring it towards me. Let me have an appreciation because when fear shows up, it's actually doing its job, which is to protect you. So when fear comes on the scene, 
it's time to appreciate it. Be like, well, thank you for showing up. I don't really need you right now because I'm going after my dream or I'm using my voice or I'm doing that Facebook Live or I'm launching that program or I'm going for that promotion, right? So these aren't really causes for danger, but our body doesn't know the difference. So it is essential that you start to, first and foremost, experience your fear through gratitude and appreciation, because if fear is not showing up, then you are not changing. You're not gaining more. You're not becoming different. Oh, it makes so much sense. It uh, does. Yes, it does. So tell me a little bit about the uh, the. People, women, right? Or do you mostly work with women? So tell me a little bit about those women. Um, who are they and how do you work with them? What is they're, it that you're doing in transformation? They're just extraordinary. They're extraordinary women. Um, and we're doing real transformative work. So we're working um, healing, like deep healing work. So everything from looking at our little girl wounds and our traumas, reprogramming our subconscious, identifying what our emotional habits and addictions are, because you cannot generate a new future living in the emotions of your past, right? Um, we take a look at mastering the mind and body. How do you actually change your thoughts to change your life? Like, I'm a big fan of everything, but I also know that if I don't teach you how, it's useless. So inspiration without application is useless. And I, we very much of the lit factor pride ourselves on being the how behind the hype. If you want to know how to manifest, how to generate, how to grow, how to change, how to heal, how to feel amazing, you come to us because that's really what the inner work is comprised of. So we do a lot of mastering the mind, mastering the body. And then we do a lot of quantum work in connecting to the next level version of you and learning what it means to let her lead before you have any evidence in your current physical world that supports what you're going to try and do. And when you combine those three, we can call them tenants or pillars, now you're in the sweet spot of transformation. I love it. And what would you say in all of your experience and the transformations that you have helped facilitate, what would you say is the most common Thing that women are suffering from when they come to you that is holding them back? Is there one that just stands out a lot? You know, well, fear, definitely. Um, and interestingly, fear of success, which sounds counterproductive, but fear of success is big because it's fear of success. So you're, you've got a lot of success, but you're not celebrating the success. You're afraid that the other shoe's going to drop. There's a lot of fear of success around what's going to have to change. I'm going to be have to be responsible for more things, more people. Is my, you know, are my my old friends going to leave me? So there's a lot. But it's interesting because you would think that you're doing everything you're doing to be successful. So why would you fear success? But it's a very pervasive thing and very common. Oh, I'm so glad you said that because I talk about that all the time. That I think more people are afraid of success than they are of failure mm -hmm. because, you know, they have to put up or shut up, right? All of a sudden, like they're in the spotlight and they have to step into it. And that's when all those fears and doubts come in. What if I can't keep this up? What if I can't keep doing, going stronger, pushing harder, overcoming faster? Like, and I talk about that. I'm so glad you brought that up. That yeah. is amazing. So I'm so excited to talk to you about your book. Okay, so I have to tell the story. So 
I, when I first talked to you, I, uh, and maybe it was even your agent. I was like, I need to read the book. I really like to read the books of the people that I will speak to on the podcast. Cause I feel like I know them better. I know where they're coming from. I understand what they're thinking. I know the goal they have in mind and the work they're putting out. Uh, and so your book came the day before I jumped on a plane to go to Aruba. And I was like literally heading out the door to the airport and I'm ripping the envelope open and shoving it in a bag that had no room. Like I thought I'm going to have to tuck this in my waist because there's no room left in this one. And I took this book to Aruba and I read the entire book on the beach or on my patio at the resort the whole week. And first of all, I felt like you wrote this book for me and it was a letter to me to reassure me that everything I was thinking or pondering uh, was okay. It was almost like you were saying like, it's okay. Like I went through that and I can help you get through it. It was a, a literal message to me. But at one point I'm on the beach and I'm so engrossed in this book. And I, I there's, there's people everywhere and I have no idea because I am so into this book. And I look up and there's this woman who came down with her chair and sat next to me by the water. I was like, oh my gosh, I felt so rude. I'm like, how long have you been here? She's like, oh, about 30 minutes. I said, I never even picked my face up out of the book for 30 minutes. That's ridiculous. Amazing. Anyway, I love this book. If I had to name it, I would call it Worthy Human. And I would say it's the no BS guide to live in your best life and the most authentic you. I love what your tagline is because you are the problem and the solution. You know, for years, I used to say to people, take a mirror out of your purse and hold it up in front of your face and repeat after me. And that's what I would tell them. So I can only say to you that this was a match made in heaven here. Um, and what I want to say is, I love the whole thing. There's so much of it that I love that I'm actually going to read it again. But what I especially stand, what stands out to me is the topics of the names of the chapters, because you're asking them, are you willing to own your shit? Like, are you ready to understand? This is like action. This isn't like, oh, let me tell you a story. This is like, step up, sister. Are you ready? Because me. If, me. if you're not, then sit down and shut up. And we'll talk <laughs> about this book later. Yeah. Like, and, and you know what? I found myself with every chapter that I opened, I, I was saying, yes, yes. Like, I was answering your question, your call to action as I dove into the next chapter, which I think my favorite one was, are you ready to fall madly and deeply in love with yourself? O-M-G. I can't even, like, I could not describe that to you right now, maybe one day, but my favorite, I just love this book. So tell our listeners like what inspired it? What it was your goal? What did you, how are you changing lives through this work you've done? Yeah, that's so, thank you. I mean, what an incredible testimony of the book. What beautiful. Thank you, Cami. That's just, that's why I wrote it. So thank you. Um, so I love that you pointed out the choice titles for the chapter. So when I wrote the book, okay, so let me back up. Everything's a choice. Everything everything so beautiful listeners you're going well not this yes everything is a choice whether it's how you respond to a circumstance or it's something you're tolerating or allowing 
or directly choosing, everything is a choice. So when I was constructing the book, I didn't want to have traditional chapter names. I wanted to bring forth the choice concept right at the get, right? So if it, so, instead of chapters, they're really choices that call you to action, that start you in that kind of inquiry and that self-discovery, which is where all growth lies, right? It's, it's our ability to dig in, self-discover, become aware so that we can make new choices. So that's really where the, the choice questions came from. And I'm so glad that you really like, you felt that because that was the whole intention to get you right from the beginning of that section to go, whoa, am I, right? Am I ready to own my shit? Am I willing to understand what's sucking my soul? Am I willing to love myself? All these beautiful things. So worthy human as a concept actually came um, through observation of myself and observation of everyone around me. And what I was noticing were there were these two camps and two ways of being. One was like, I'm fine. Don't worry about me. Shrink down, hide in the corner. It's all good. I don't need anything because you don't feel like you're enough. Or the pendulum would swing all the way to the other side and it would become this condescending, aggressive, assertive, you know, overpower to affirm you're enough, right? And what yes. I observed was both of those represent a depth of worth issues and a depth of not enoughness. And the truth is, is there's a place in the middle. And the place in the middle is the truth that we are all inherently worthy whole, lovable, purely abundant, simply because we were born. We were raised in a society and through a culture of earning, of sin, of having to do, of, of having to work your way, of having to have the outside equate to whether or not you're valuable. And quite frankly, that's irresponsible and wrong. The foundational truth is, is that you were born, congratulations, you're enough. That's it. Not both <laughs> <laughs> so of where you're the saying origin that. came from. I love that you're saying that. You know, when I look at the world today and I see people taking their lives and I think like this is part of that. They don't feel like they're ever going to be enough. So they're like, I just can't keep trying anymore. I can't keep, you know, I'm not worthy. I make mistakes. Like, and I just look at that and people give up on their life, their dreams, their futures, their everything. And I just love that that is your message. And, you know, you were born, so you're worthy, right? Yeah. There's no other question. We don't have to talk about it. Like, correct. Yeah. Accept it, right? Own that yeah. shit and let's keep going. Yeah. And I love that. Oh, I love these guys. Ugh. Get the book, you guys. We're going to yeah. have the link in the show notes. So make sure as you're listening, you click the show notes and click right over to get that book. You will want to read it. Is it on audio? Has, do it you have is. that? Oh, and I, so, I read it. I love it. My so even. I bet that's fun. Maybe I'm going to do it that way the second do time. It. Do it because it's like, it's really, it feels very just me and you hanging out. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. I love that. I mean, I felt like that when I read it on the beach, but I bet you it would be even more so. Oh girl, I love what you're doing. So tell me this. I want to hear more about this elevation experience that you speak of. I, I was so excited when we first had a conversation about it. I was like, OMG, like sign me up. What are we doing yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. The elevation yeah. experience is incredible. You are all invited. Um, so I'll tell you about it and then I'll tell you where to go. But the elevation experience is a seven day program where I am teaching, coaching you live, unlocking the seven superpowers 
of becoming the next level version of yourself, right? So you give me seven days, I will give you back the next level version of yourself. And I'm giving you a guarantee, like an actual guarantee. So we come through, we do the power of calm and work the nervous system. We do the power of radical personal responsibility, the power of compassion, the power of thinking on purpose, the power of emotion, the power of levity, and the power of the unknown. And by the time we go through each day, I'm teaching you, coaching you, and then there's growth work every single day. By the time you get to day seven, you are a different version of yourself. Oh, and that in, in a sense is the elevation experience, right? That's You're crazy. elevated. You don't Correct. go back to That's that other version. It's elevating yeah. your consciousness, elevating your level of mind, elevate how you connect to yourself, elevating your energetic frequency, all within the work that we're doing. It's amazing. Uh, and we start April 18th. So head to elevatewithtracy.com and uh, you can join us there. I love it. So yeah, so April 18th is when it starts. So yeah. you can click the link right here in the show notes and go right over to that registration and yeah. get yourself a seat. Now, I just want to clarify, this is virtual. Yes? Yes, it is. Yes, it yes. is. Live so it online all seven days. Yes. And the seven days, is it seven Monday through Sunday? Seven it is days? Monday through Sunday. That is correct. The 18th through the 24th. That's, that's awesome. Awesome. So just click the links, you guys, you can get the book, you can get into the elevation experience and your life will be forever changed. It really oh my will. Gosh. It's amazing. And that's, what's so exciting. That's why I, I give a guarantee because thousands of women have been through the elevation experience and thousands of women have changed. There is no question. It, I, I literally give you a money back guarantee. You will be different. Full stop. I love that. I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, Tracy, this has been so fun. Tell our listeners how they can find you. Well, you can find me at the lit factor on Instagram. I love it. I've yeah. seen you there. Didn't I tag you there yeah. with, a, with so. a picture of the book in Aruba? I did. I do that for all my authors that are guests on my show. If I, you know, wherever I, if I'm at my pool out back or at the beach, I'll take a picture and tag it. Cause I want you to know, like, this is for real. I am here yeah. diving into your book and this is where I'm growing right now. And I think that's important for people to know that as well. Right. That follow you. Like, listen, school's never out for the pro. Like no matter if you think you know it all sign up for these things because you need there's more right of course, for, of course even if you've done something before i have women come through the elevation experience multiple times because number one your mind loves repetition number two when you level up you see the world through different eyes and now you're different so when you do something even though you might have quote done it before you're not doing it as the same version of you isn't that the totally truth different. Oh, yeah. I agree a hundred percent. I've watched the same movie six times and thought I never saw that. Right. Like you see different things because you're in a different place. So yes. love, love, love. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, you know, on the she's invincible podcast, we promise our listeners, we're going to bring them fierce female entrepreneurs. We are going to share all of their expert zone of genius. And, oh, you've done that so well today. But we also share with them that we are going to pull back the curtain. You see, as entrepreneurs, we know that we can really help people when we share our journey. There's women out there. They're looking at your mountaintop experience. They see you with a microphone. They see you on a co the cover band and the book and the TEDx. They have no idea the price you paid 
for the success that you enjoy today. So they're out there grinding. They're trying to do it. They want to have that success. And we make it look easy because they never hear about the journey. So on this podcast, we pull back the curtain and we share the good, the bad, and the ugly so that these women will stop thinking there's something wrong with them. Just like you said, if you were born, you're worthy. Guess Mm -hmm. what? There's nothing wrong with you. We all had to pay the price for success. And we're about to share with you right now the price that Tracy Litt had to share. Are you ready, Tracy? I'm ready. Awesome. Okay, we're going to start with the good. Because I always say, tell me the good news first. Let's do this sandwich thing, right? So Mm -hmm. tell me a story about the good or the great part of your journey so far. The good and the great is something I get every day. Because the good and the great is watching every breakthrough, every aha, any woman that I am blessed enough that chooses to work inside of any of the Lit Factor programs are with me. And I don't take it lightly because you are trusting me with your most valuable asset, which is you. Every breakthrough is the good and the great. Every transformation, and it's every day. The light bulb goes off or the new result shows up or, you know, something just something that you've desired for so long generates in your physical world. And it's, it's, it's amazing to watch. It's amazing to have, to be a guide and to have a front row seat in something as sacred as someone's transformation. I love that you even just said sacred. It is so sacred, right? It's such a personal, intimate, you know, situation when someone is growing like that and stepping into that next greatest version of themselves. It's amazing. I am, I can't even imagine how that feels for you with as many, uh, you know, just the volume of people that have come through your programs that you've really, you know, taken by the hand and brought through over that threshold. Amazing. That is such a gift, such a gift to the world. Okay. That was fun. We have to talk about the band, not the ugly. We're going to, we're going to ease them into this, but tell us a story. We know, right? The people with the most success have had the most obstacles to overcome. Uh, Mm -hmm. So tell us about one story about the band that you've had to overcome. Uh, So I would say it's the story of when I was in year two of the business, we're five years, we just turned five, the business. And when I was in year two, I started looking outside of myself. How can we grow faster? What can I do? And I ended up uh, investing and trusting, uh, you know, they were lovely. There's nothing, I have nothing negative to say about them. Um, but the, the, this group of dudes, as I called them, uh, and I invested, it was $18,000 at the time, which felt like a tremendous amount of money then. And I realized that what I had done was I stopped trusting myself and I abdicated my power to what they thought would be good for the business. And it felt terrible and we did not gain traction. So I ended up breaking up with them midway through the engagement And for that reason, I'm just saying, I just, it's not, it's like, literally, it's not you, it's me. I didn't trust myself. And the way that you want to build is not the way that I want to build or how it feels good to me. Um, So thank you. Goodbye. And it was essentially an $18,000 lesson in trusting myself, which I would pay right now to learn that lesson because there is no more valuable lesson and no more essential element of success than trusting yourself. 
I love that you said that, that you would do it again, right? It's like the, the goal is to do it sooner than later, right? Like to be able to have your, your thumb on that and to learn yeah. those lessons early on uh, so you don't lose so much time later. So um, how did you know this? I want to ask you, because I just want to yeah. go a little deeper. There's sometimes sure. there's women out there that are in that place and they don't even see the signs. How did you know when you knew uh, that this was all wrong? Like, what were you feeling or thinking? Like, there was something came over you that was like, holy crap. What yeah, was it? Well, here's, here's what I'm going to share. And really, like, open your body to hear me. You always know. You always know. There's something inside of you right now that's an honesty behind the honesty that you're not actioning or you're not really listening to yourself on. Listen to yourself. You always know. It's not like, oh, it's a three-step formula to figuring out how you know. No, it's stop bullshitting yourself and love yourself enough to be honest about what you know is real for you. And in my body the whole time, it's like, yeah, do you really? It was like hesitation, but I did it anyway. You know, it's like the moment where you ignore the red flag because, you know, you're, what you're thinking it's going to be is greater than what it actually is. And all of that is communicated to you through your connection to your body. And so you do now, you know, the truth. Oh, you always know, please. You know, you know, right now, if it's time to leave your marriage, you know, right now, if it's time to get closer to your partner, you know, right now, if it's time to pivot in your business, you know, right now, if it's time to set boundaries, their kids, you know, you're just afraid. Oh, that was, I couldn't even ask for a better answer than that. That was like the golden ticket answer today. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay, maybe she's going to give you a sign, right? Like you're going to get this pain in your stomach. Oh no, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> it could be a pain in your stomach, but you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So my next question, of course, we're moving into the ugly. Every, we have ugly, right? We, as sure. entrepreneurs, we, we don't talk about it a lot because we know that's not what brings us success. We cannot get caught up in it. And most times we're grateful for it when we look back, obviously not as we're going through it, but when we look back. So share with us a story about your ugly today. Yeah. So my ugly is less entrepreneurial and more about me, but it's important because as an entrepreneur, you'll never grow your business faster than you grow yourself. So don't think through yourself as a silo, like it has to be a business example or a bit because that's not the way it is. You are the common denominator of everything going on in your life experience, professionally and personally. So my ugly was, and same thing, and I, and I knew it then too, just like I told you, you know it, I knew it. I knew it. I just judged that shit down. So I didn't have to pay attention to it. Right. But right. I ended up um, after my relationship with my daughter's father broke up, broke away when she was eight months old. And I went back into the professional world. Um, I ended up in a relationship with a sociopath um, that was, it was a verbally abusive relationship where like he very much wanted to control my life. And, um, I knew when I was in it, like there was something in my deep down that was like, you know, this isn't right. But I ignored that. I ignored that. Um, and it took my old, my younger sister literally threatening me and saying, if you continue this relationship, I will never speak to you again. And my younger sister is my soulmate, my best friend. We are one and the same. So it was, there was a lot of gravity to that because of the depth of the relationship we had. And it, it was the only thing that woke me out of my ignorant stupor. Um, and 
that was it. Mm. So, uh, well, thank God for your sister, right? Because Seriously. that probably was the only thing that would have spoke to you. A thousand way, percent. Yeah, A in the way, percent. like she was the one. So, Correct. so let's. I just want to dive in a little bit about this for our listeners. So, so we we understand and we agree. You already know. Yes. What is it? What is the thought process beside behind the? You already know but you don't do, you don't do something because blank. What is that? Why are the reasons why people ignore the obvious signs? Because they haven't done their worth work yet. Because you're struggling in your enoughness. You're seeking outside validation. You're caught up in old patterns. It's always connected to our worth or a wholeness or enoughness, which all mean the same exact thing. Because if I, if I, if I was more in touch then like I am now with how whole and worthy I am, I would have never tolerated that. I would have never allowed that kind of treatment. I would have never stayed around in something that was so beneath me. So that's always the answer. That's why no matter where you're at and, and at every level too, you could have your eye on someone and be like, Oh, well, you know, um, Mark Zuckerberg, like he has no worth issues. Yeah, he does. Everyone does. Right. Like Oprah had to work through depths of worth issues, given what happened in her upbringing. Everybody has wounds and every wound translates in our psyche to some iteration of I'm a disappointment. I don't matter. I'm not significant. I'm not enough. And that's the core of what we're up against, which is why working on yourself is the most important investment you'll ever make. So you hedge and you hem, I don't know, and I should buy this instead. And it's like, no, enough. What we need to normalize is that investing in yourself is critical, essential, a requirement, right? It's not an afterthought. It's not a once my business hits X, then I will. It's, oh, no, 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 no. It is literally when I work on myself, I am fulfilling my purpose as a spiritual being, having a human experience. And you leap when someone gives you the chance to work on you. I agree 100%. We get our nails done. We get our hair done. We get a massage. We call it self-care. We travel. We take vacations. We call it self-care. Why is this part, this self-development, this raising of the self-esteem and the self-confidence not also in the self-care category? It is. And it needs to go in that budget. Not that when I make more money, you're not going to make more money until you start stepping into your greatness. And that happens. Yeah. Yes. Like yes, you're going to yes, wait yes. until you die because it's yeah. not what comes first, right? The chicken or the egg. And yeah, yeah I agree a hundred percent, man. You are dropping them today. Bomb, bomb, bomb. Thank love you. it. I love it. So I'm going to ask you a crazy question. I haven't, I mean, none of this obviously was scripted, but um, I, this is just kind of off the wall about your book. So, sure. you know, I know I started writing a book and there's, I know like the transformations that come with the process. Tell us what was the biggest part of the book that caused, created the biggest like aha moments, the awakening, the transformation in you, in that journey of writing that book, being an author uh, and putting that story out. Like there's always one that you're like, that hits the hardest. You know, I, 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 I am a student of my work, so I work on myself. So I had had a lot of different shifts and breakthroughs, even getting to the point where 
for me, who was the girl that struggled to think she was smart enough, who am I to write a book? I had to work through all that first before I even made the decision. But it was really once the book became real. So when it, when it showed up and I unboxed it and then we hit international bestseller in like 24 hours and I was like, what? And, and it caused me to recognize myself in a different way than I ever had. It really, really solidified all the work I had done around not feeling smart enough because of course I was smart enough. Look at what I had just created. So I essentially became an expander for myself. It shifted my identity when it came to fruition. Amazing. Yeah. Like you go to bed as like the normal Tracy lit, right? And you wake up and you're like a best-selling author, Tracy lit, like, mm -hmm. OMG, how fun. Well, I want to yeah. remind our listeners, get this book. Yes. It will change your life. It changed my life. Worthy human because you are the problem and the solution by the amazing amazing best-selling author, Tracy Litt. Tracy, this has been so much fun. I have one more thing I want to bring up um, yeah. to, because I know a lot of our listeners uh, have this goal and desire to be a TEDx speaker. Could you take a couple minutes and share with us just what that journey was like, uh, you know, of you doing that, you know, what that process was. Everyone has a different process of taking that stage. What was yours? Sure. Well, the first thing is, is it's not a mystery on how to do a TEDx apply. It's not like a seven step formula. It's like apply and apply again and apply again and apply again. So we just submitted a shit ton of applications, right? On my topic and then got a bunch of no's, got a few yeses. Happened to get a yes an hour from my house in Miami, amazing at a university. So it was convenient and fabulous and a great theme. And that was that. So stop thinking that things are more than they actually are. You want to do something. It's a lot easier than your mind wants to convince you that it is right. So apply. And then the most challenging part of the TEDx was only having 12 minutes to deliver my idea worth spreading because I'm a talker and I'm a teacher by, by, by foundation of who I am. Like that's what I played dress up when I was a little kid. Like I would deny real life play dates so I could play teacher in my basement, in New Jersey. So for me, it was like, Oh my God, I have to memorize this. I'm not, I I'm an intuitive when I, when I'm speaking, when I'm doing right, I'm just flowing the dynamics who, who I'm teaching, whatever. So that was actually challenging because I, I, it was important to me that it came off feeling natural and me like and authentic, but in order for me to deliver it in a 12 minute constraint, I had to memorize it. So that was the most challenging was memorizing and then delivering it in a way that felt like it wasn't memorized. Oh my gosh. And was the TEDx talk before or after the book was published? After. Oh, so you had an entire book. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of hard to cut down when you have so many great things to share with people yeah, to e yeah. even decide like what part of this am I going to go with? Yeah. I love it. So Miami was your first. Now, did you go ahead and go to other do other TEDx no. or just that one? No, just yeah. it. That was just it. it. I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for being with us today. And uh, before we say goodbye, I just want to have you finish this sentence for me. 
the world would be a better place if more people knew blank. That they were energy. I love it. I've never had anyone say that. You're the first. Of course you are. You're energy and you're lit. And yes, I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, to our listeners, be sure to click the show notes, reach out to Tracy, check out this elevation experience, grab a book, jump on and search for her um, TEDx. It's in the show notes and just get connected. Don't wait anymore no more. Like today, draw the line in the sand. This is the day where you're not going to make any more excuses. You're mm-hmm. not going to feel unworthy anymore. You're just going to reach out and grab this brilliant woman's hand and run for your dreams like you're on fire. I don't know where you are in your life or your business, but if you're face down on the ground right now, get back up, girl, get back up. You can do it. Tell them, Tracy. Yes. Amen to that. You are enough. You always have been. Now let's go access your limitless potential. That's it. Get back up. You can do it. You can do anything. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please subscribe to the podcast. Give us a review and share us with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you, please stop on over to my website at camilehman.com and book a free call with me. I'd love to meet you and learn more about how I can support you.